Hello and welcome to the Nourish Your Soul podcast. I'm your host, Lauren. I'm a certified health and life coach that works with women to help them end their battle with food in their bodies and to embody unconditional self-love and self-worth. If you feel like you've tried every diet on this planet, hoping to finally love yourself and feel worthy once you get your perfect body, this space is for you. These episodes will open your eyes to the harsh truth of diet culture and encourage you to go within yourself so you can finally see how worthy you are and have always been just as you are. So sit back, relax, keep an open mind, and let's dive into the episode. What is going on, guys? Welcome to an episode and I know that I have not been consistent these last couple weeks whatsoever um and I apologize for that I just am trying to find kind of my groove um with the podcast I went back to work for those of you who don't know um I I'm currently substitute teaching and then my coaching is on the side as of right now um I think I've mentioned that before but it's just been you know, and, and along with other personal things going on, it's been just me navigating, um, and trying to figure out the, the right, or I shouldn't say the right, but just finding time to really sit down and think of topics that I think, uh, you'll really enjoy listening to and that you're really benefit from. And then also finding a time, um, to sit down and record them. So, I promise I'll do better these next couple weeks. Um, and yeah, with that being said, today I really wanted to talk about how important the words you use to describe food is and, and really just your words in general. And you may have heard before about, you know, why or about labeling foods as good and bad um, and how you may have heard about how that has, has an effect on your relationship to food. And you may know that you shouldn't be labeling foods as good and bad, but you may not really understand why or the power behind it, right? Because a lot of times when I bring this up to people, you know, and I mention if somebody around me is saying, oh, like this food's so bad, like it's so bad. Um, and I sometimes speak up and say, you know, there really aren't any bad foods, you know? And they're like, what do you mean? Like it is bad. It, it has, uh, this ingredient in it and it has tons of sugar in it. Like this, this is bad food. Like this is shitty food. What are you talking about? And, um, you know, there are foods of course that are less, um, nutrient dense, of course, you know, it's common sense to know that there are foods that are going to have more nutrients and there are foods that aren't going to have the same amount of nutrients, right? We're not saying that food is, is equal in nutrition by any means. And we're not saying that, you know, the goal with giving up dieting and giving up the pursuit of weight loss and going into the intuitive eating route, we're not saying that we are giving up on our health and we're eating all of the less nutrient dense foods. We're not saying that at all because giving up on you're giving up, um, dieting is not giving up on your health by any means. But anyway, you know, and then people will, will say, well, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like it, it means the same thing. Like, why does it matter? Okay. So it does matter because your brain takes 
everything very seriously. It doesn't know if, if you, what you really mean by that word, right? It takes it very literally and it takes it, um, you know, based off of your own experiences as well and your own uh, meanings that you have to those words and the meanings behind them. So let's go ahead and talk about, you know, labeling food and why this actually can play such a huge role in feeling out of control and binge eating and just having not a healthy and having an unhealthy relationship to food. So when we label foods as good and bad and shitty and gross and junk and unhealthy and there's all these different types of words to describe food, right? So the words that you use, for one, they make, they, the words that you use are going to have an emotion attached to it. And it may not, it may be hard to be aware of that because this may be very common for you. It may be common for you to label foods um, with these words. But you actually have an emotion that is attached to that, right? So when you are labeling good food as good and bad and shitty and gross and junk and junk or whatever it is, the feeling that usually arises is guilt, right? Think about the foods that you eat that you label as good and bad and all of those other words. How do you feel after you eat them and you start labeling your labeling the foods as such? How do you feel after you eat them? How do you feel when you're using those words to describe food? Right? And more than likely, you're probably saying you feel guilt. You maybe feel anger towards yourself, right? And it also, especially with the good and the bad, I want you to think about growing up. You know, like when you were bad, you got punished, So guess what? Your brain is taking that very literally when you say that. When you say, oh my gosh, I had ice cream last night or I went out to dinner last night. I'm so bad. Guess what your brain thinks? Okay, I need punished. And what punishing looks like when it comes to food is restricting your food intake, restricting your calories, over-exercising, right? Maybe not socializing, maybe um, saying some mean things to yourself, right? Your brain takes that literally, especially if it has a meaning behind it of, uh, of what happened during your life, especially as a child, when you were bad. And this actually is happening. Your brain literally thinks that way. And the same thing when you label a food as good. What happened when you were good when you were a child? You were praised. You were rewarded, right? Especially when it came to, you know, I I just think of like in the classroom. Like, and I try not to do this because for obvious reasons, because of what I'm talking about, but 
So when you were good, you usually got a reward, right? You got like food or, you know, a piece of candy or whatever, right? And this comes into play when people a lot of times use food as a reward, right? And this is kind of a a sense of emotional eating. When you feel like, oh man, I deserve this, right? I deserve this. I had such a hard week or I deserve this because... I just went through a breakup and I deserve this because, because, um, you know, whatever it may be, what you're saying is I deserve this because I, I, I was good. I did something good. I behaved the right way. Um, or whatever it is. So I deserve a reward, right? So this is really like what keeps us, what keeps you in the restrict and binge cycle, because what happens is you are constantly um, being quote unquote good all week. And guess what you do on the weekends? You reward yourself with food. <laughs> and guess what you do after you eat those quote unquote bad, shitty, gross junk food? You punish yourself again, right? With restricting and not allowing yourself those foods and over exercising and isolating yourself, right? So it's a constant cycle of rewarding and punishing yourself. And this is what happens in your brain. It doesn't know the difference. Like I have, I had a conversation with my boyfriend, um, not very long ago where he had made a comment, um, something along the lines of, you know, I, I ate really well today or, or something he labeled food a certain way. And I had brought it up to him, um, you know, about, just, you know, I had this conversation essentially that I'm having with you guys right now of, you know, it's not really like eating well, like, you know, the whole conversation happened. Um, and he kind of brought up, you know, like, well, you know what I mean? You know, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't mean it like that. And it's like, we get into the habit of just labeling food this way. And we don't really realize what an effect it has on, on us. Right. And how guilty and shameful it makes us feel and how guilty and shameful it makes us feel. And it's also really important to start to question why these foods are good and bad and shitty and gross, right? Why, why do you believe that? And a lot of it's coming from, you know, diet culture and a lot of it's coming from fear, right? An intense fear of, of weight gain, And that also plays such a huge role in the impact that these words have. And I think this is honestly like one of the most important parts in the beginning of your journey. If you're trying to break free from the restrict and binge cycle and you're trying to heal your relationship to food, start paying attention to how you label foods. And start paying attention to how those labels make you feel. Are you constantly rewarding and punishing yourself? Are you constantly rewarding yourself for being quote-unquote good? And then punishing yourself for being quote-unquote bad, right? It's really, it seems so minuscule, but it is so, 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 so important. Um, And, you know, just a reminder that you are not good or bad for what you eat. Food has no moral value to it, and it's important to to realize that if you are somebody who is healing their relationship to food, 
It doesn't make you a bad person if you have a donut. It doesn't make you a bad person if um, you have a piece of pizza. It doesn't make you a good person if you have a salad, right? So I really wanted to talk about this today because I think it's something that's often so overlooked and that people, like they know that they've probably, they've probably heard this before, but they haven't really maybe took into consideration how important this is, right? People say it all the time, stop labeling foods as good and bad. Um, and I just wanted to share what an impact it has and how it is affecting you. Um, especially when it comes to feeling out of control with food. So, okay. So now the question is, how do I stop How do you stop labeling food then? And just like any other pattern, this is going to take time and it's going to take repetition. It's going to take lots of awareness. So let's actually start with awareness. So it's going to be really important for you to become aware of the foods that you label, you know, good and bad and shitty and gross and clean and unclean and good and and all these different types of labels get really clear just just notice it without judgment when you are labeling these foods and just notice how it makes you feel notice how you feel around these foods do you feel guilt do you feel shame do you feel anxious how are these labels affecting you personally? How do they affect your behaviors? What happens when you eat a food that you label as bad and you feel guilty? What do you do next? How does it affect your relationship to food? And just notice that, again, without any judgment, with pure curiosity. And then what you can start doing is something called thought shifting. And this is what I teach my clients in my one-on-one program. And this is also something that, that helps me. So thought shifting is when you can be aware of a thought and essentially just kind of give yourself this little reminder um, of, okay, I'm noticing I'm having a diet mentality thought. I'm noticing that I'm labeling this food. I know this isn't serving me anymore. I know this is just my diet mentality voice in my head. I'm going to choose not to listen to this, right? And just kind of shifting that thought. And another important part of this is not reacting to these thoughts and emotions, right? Because your typical reaction, it's a triple, it's, you know, one on top of another effect of being in the restricted binge cycle. So you label the foods as good, bad, all those labels. You eat the food, you feel the guilt, the shame, you take an action to avoid those feelings. So choosing to not act on the guilt, or sorry, choosing not to numb out from the shame and the guilt, or choosing, yeah, not to act on your, um, thoughts around food, if that makes sense. So basically what I'm saying is most people have that instant reaction after they eat a food that they label as good or bad to just hop on a diet and get on quote unquote unquote, get back on track, right? It's an instant reaction to try to avoid the guilt that you're feeling, to try to avoid the fear that you have, right? It's a coping mechanism to keep you safe, to distract you from feeling those things. So instead of going on the diet, you choose to do something else. You choose a different path, 
Now, this could look like choosing to not lower your calories the next day. Choosing to not exercise for five hours in in hopes of, quote-unquote, burning it off, right? Those little steps that are going to take time and repetition are going to be so, so, so important. So awareness, thought shifting, and also behavior shifting, if that's a thing. That's even a, yeah, (laughs) what I just described, choosing another path, okay? So I hope you found this helpful. If you did, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot it, tag me in it on Instagram. Um, It's really important to spread this and to get these messages out there because the more these messages get out there, the more they get to people who are really, really struggling with food and body issues. And the more they get out to those people, the less people we have struggling with them. And that's all I really want. (laughs) That's all I really want is so that people don't have to struggle with body shame and binge eating and feeling out of control and feeling like there's no hope and that they just have to diet for the rest of their lives. I don't want that for people. So with that being said, it'd mean the world to me if you, if you shared this with somebody, share it with one person that you know would benefit from it. And, um, I appreciate you so much for tuning in and listening. And that's all I have for you today. So I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the episode. It would mean the world to me if you left a review, sent this podcast to someone you love, or took a screenshot and tagged me on Instagram. This not only helps my podcast, but also helps to get these important messages out there. If you don't already, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at nourishfulsoul, N-O-U-R-I-S-H-F-U-L-L-S-O-U-L. Sending you all the love and I will see you in the next episode.